Well, look at that. It is already Friday, and that means it's time for another edition of the Speaking For Him podcast. I'm, of course, Adam McNutt, alongside the host of our program, Mr. Andrew Gomison. Hello, Adam. And as anybody that's listened to this podcast for any length of time knows, I am a huge book fan. We have the Speaking For Him book club, and as a part of that, we have read Karen, a Karen Kingsbury book in the past. Karen is one of my favorite uh, authors, and she is someone that I have wanted to get on this podcast um, for uh, for years, ever since we started this show, which is weird to say years, but we're coming up on four um, this fall. Uh, so, or five. Five years this fall. I, I don't even know how long we've been going on. That's, that's how long we've been going on. It's gone on. so quickly. It's so hard to even keep track. It's been amazing. But uh, before we get too off track, I just want to say, um, I anyway, she's been gracious. She sent a couple books to me free of charge to read, and it's been great that she's done that. But all that to say, uh, as a huge fan, I am part of her online book club. I uh, get messages from her, my fellow um, Karen Kingsbury fans. And um, a couple weeks ago, I was just minding my own business, sitting on Facebook, and I realized that there was going to be a live proposal on her page, and I watched it, and um, the story intrigued me so much that I reached out to the young lady who was being proposed to, Kaylee Christian, and I asked her to come on the show today and tell us about it, so... um, Adam, why don't you start us with our quote of the day, and then we'll introduce Kaylee. And this comes right out of 1 Corinthians 13, 4. Charity suffereth long and is kind. And I've titled this podcast episode A Novel Proposal, and you'll see as we get into um, the story. Um, But first of all, welcome, Kaylee. Hi. Um, It's great to have you with us, and I'll start out with an easy question. How long have you been a Karen Kingsbury fan? Uh, I started reading her books in middle school when I was around age 13. All right. I, um, I'm a little older, um, so I, I think I picked up her for, uh, my first Karen Kingsbury book in, uh, uh, I think it was, oh, I want to say oh six. Um, and the reason that I remember that is because it was right around the time that my brother got married. I, my, the first book I read by her was um, A Thousand Tomorrows, and af- uh-huh. and after that, I was hooked, and I've read every book that she's written, except for her newest one, uh, called Love Story, which I'm excited to read when the time comes, um, but uh, uh, do you remember what the, first, what the first book of hers that you read was? Yes, it was actually the first Baxter book ever called Redemption. That was the first one I read, and I was hooked. I've read every Baxter book and every other novel she has ever written. It's kind of funny. I can't explain it to you, um, but it's true that I was, as I was going through the list of Karen Kingsbury books to read, I kind of shied away from the Baxter books at first. But when I finally picked them up, I was glad I did, and obviously a lot of people are because she keeps writing them. So. Right. That's a good thing. I was so sad when like she stopped, and then when she brought him back, I was just so happy because John and Elizabeth—they're just like they're basically just gold, you know. They're what every couple aspires to be. Oh, absolutely. So I I totally agree with you, and it's it's fun just to be in that world, and and they're fictional characters, but you almost feel like they're real. I know people have said that they have found themselves praying for Baxter characters, and it's and it's very easy to get to that 
point because of the depth with which she writes. Um, but yeah. in building up to this story, which I'll just give an, a, a nutshell so that people understand the context of our conversation. Um, your uh, fiancé, Trey, he knew that you were a Karen Kingsbury fan, so he did something very bold, and he asked Karen Kingsbury to write a book about you guys. And Karen said, yeah. and Karen said she didn't have time to write a book, but that she would write your future proposal into her new book, which she did, and then he presented it to you when he proposed, and basically proposed the proposal that was in the book. And so that's the context um, with which I will ask these next few questions. But the first one is, how did you meet Trey? Um, I met him at school. We both attend um, University of Charleston, and we're both studying biology, and we'll actually be applying to pharmacy school this summer. So we've been through the whole college thing together so far. And both of you will be going to pharmacy school? Yes. Okay, that's pretty intense. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Adam, can you, uh, do you have any questions for uh, Kaylee? Um, my first one is I, I kind of have a headache tonight. Am I able to get Tylenol or anything from you guys? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just totally teasing you. You haven't oh. passed pharmaceutical school yet. We won't push that. Um, oh. I, I'm curious. Uh, talk about the proposal he planned. I know we mentioned a little bit what he did, but did he get into detail afterwards, like how he got this all together? Like, did he call Karen? How, how did he get this all going? Uh, so basically, last August, um, we of course had talked about marriage in the future, and he asked me. Um, he wanted to follow Karen like on social media because I was such a fan, which I found odd. But I guess he started following her and he got her email and he sent her an email. Well, she didn't reply for like a month. She's a very busy woman. So he kind of, you know, he was like, well, I tried. And then I've read the emails now. So he was just, you know, he sent her an email and he was like, I've met the love of my life. She's your biggest fan. Can you like write us into a book or something for her? You know, name your price. And she was like, well, um, sure, I would love to do that. You know, I'm a hopeless romantic. Let's do it. I have a new book coming out called Love Story. I'll, you know, tell me, like, where you're going to do it and how you're going to do it, and I'll try to write that into the book. So he told her, you know, Kaylee loves the beach. We're going to Wilmington in May. Let's do that. And so she was like, okay, I'll write it like a beach scene. And she just asked him to donate some money. His He can name his price to her One Chance Foundation, which is like the orphan um foundation she opened so you know then he didn't hear from her for months but he knew he would be getting the book and then she kind of contacted him around april and she was like how about we you know video this you know would you be okay with that would kaylee be okay with that and he was like yeah i think she would so they planned to like record it and do all that but he actually did not know that she was coming until like two days before so her being there was like a total surprise i mean she paid for the flowers she presented us with a Bible, and she prayed with us. It was just the most amazing experience. Like, she is the most kind-hearted person you'll ever meet. Uh, so as you're going through this proposal, and, and I guess um, as you read the page that he asked you to read during the proposal, and you realize that the proposal that is being acted out is, is you know, starting to happen, what's your initial reaction? What were you thinking as you were reading that page? After I read it, I was just like, is this real? And, you know, then I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, he's going to propose. But then he tells me to keep reading. And I'm just like, why do I need to keep reading? Like, why is he not down on one knee? Those are our names. You know, what's he doing? Because he was like, keep reading. And I'm like, what? I'm so confused. 
All right. Um, so you talked a little bit about it, but just talk a little bit more about what was it like to meet Karen, to actually have her there. It was just crazy. Like, it's so unbelievable. Sometimes I'm sitting there and I'm just like, I can't believe she was there and she came there just for us and she wrote us into a book and she was nice, you know, like, just, it was just amazing. Like, I, I didn't really cry a whole lot because I was in shock and I was in shock basically our whole vacation. But, um, it was just absolutely amazing to meet her and, and hug her. Um, it was just, it was just great. I just can't even believe it. Well, I got I got to say you and you can tell Trey this too that when I when I watched your video, I actually shared it on my Facebook page and I said, you know, uh, as someone who is is still looking for the right uh, girl to spend my life with, this guy really raised the bar. So, um, you know, maybe I'll get lucky and she'll just want a quiet proposal, but uh that that really raised the bar. So you can tell him that uh he he made us all he made all the rest of us guys look kind of bad. <laughs> I will, yeah. He gets that a lot now. <laughs> uh, so uh, he he definitely brought things to another level entirely. All right. He did. Well, do you guys have a wedding date? Uh, I think we're going to try to wait until we're out of school, so it'll still be a couple years. That's our plan right now. All right. Well, we'll definitely be praying about that and the whole process, and I know how hard waiting can be, let alone waiting for someone something this special. So we'll definitely pray yeah. about that. Is there anything else that we can pray for you at this time? Um, in Love Story, Karen's new book, uh, John and Elizabeth, every time they pray, they pray for a family and a marriage so beautiful that the whole world wants to know their secret. So if you could just pray for that, that we have that, and that we always keep God at the center, that would be great. Um, I just love that in that new book. So now every time he and I pray together, we always say that because that's, John and Elizabeth are, you know, basically what everyone wants to be. So I pray that we're like them. That is that is awesome, and we will definitely pray that. Um, I know Adam is shaking his head, and I am definitely on board with praying that for you. Um, and I definitely appreciate you taking the time to talk to me today. I, I realize that this request might have been a little bit unorthodox, but it thrills me to be able to talk to you and to share your story with my audience. So, um, yeah, thank you for this opportunity. I've, I've loved it. I've been very excited about it. All right. Well, I definitely hope to keep in touch and, and watch things as they progress. And I'm, I appreciate um, you, and I'm sure I would appreciate Trey as well. I have um, just a couple more questions for you. First of all, do you have a Bible verse that is kind of a theme for your life or your relationship with Trey? Um, my favorite Bible verse is... Um, Proverbs 31 and 30, uh, favor is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. That's just always been my favorite Bible verse. All right. That, that, that is, that is an awesome one. Um, definitely, uh, resonate with Proverbs 31 and as a ministry that tries to uphold families, um, that is something that is close to my heart. So I appreciate that that is an aspiration and that that is a favorite verse of yours. And then, just finally, as we wrap up, do you have any final thoughts for our listeners of encouragement? Um, just to continue to follow Jesus and read your Bible, read Karen Kingsbury books. They're very inspiring. And just always keep God at the center of your life. All right. Well, you know, I know from being on the Karen Kingsbury's page that there is other, uh, a few other guys besides me that read those books. 
And so I'm going to try to get Adam on board as well. I think, I think once he does, I think once he does, he, he won't, won't go back. But uh, we'll see how that goes. I'll, I'll let you know how that progresses as well. But I have yeah. been really thrilled to have you um, on the show, Kaylee. And uh, we will definitely be praying for you as things go forward. And I will let you know when we post uh, this podcast so you can share it with your family and friends. I sure will. Thank you so much. And I'll be praying for you guys, too. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Have a good day. <laughs> you, too. Bye-bye. Bye. And that was Kaylee Christian. I don't know if I had, had even said her last name uh, as we got into the meat of this interview. But um, I really appreciated being able to talk to her directly about that wonderful story. And it's kind of one of those... Uh, hit or miss type of opportunities too uh, because I kind of feel intimidated whenever I um, reach out to someone who is known as you know known on social media either short term like they were or long term like Karen and really just hope that they will uh, um, give me some attention whether or not they actually make it onto the podcast and so I really appreciate Kaylee taking the time and allowing us to interview her, and what a wonderful story. Um, did you have any thoughts before we close, Adam? I think it's awesome what you said about keeping God at the center, and uh, I'm excited now to see as their relationship continues to bloom and as they get married to see uh, see what God does with it. Hopefully we'll see a bio video of them and their wedding and their yeah. first kid, and you know we'll, we'll be updated as, as life moves on. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm seriously wondering, how does anybody top that? Yeah. <laughs> so, so Trey... We haven't met yet, but you are the man. You, you are. Virtual fist pump through the microphone. Yes, absolutely. All right, well, that is our, our Speaking for Him podcast for today. I can't speak for some reason. Maybe it's the oppressive heat we were referencing <laughs> earlier. But anyway, that is our show for today. I hope that you're encouraged. I hope that you have a great weekend. And as always, keep serving the best of masters. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him, alongside his co-host and executive producer, Adam McNutt. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at Speaking For Him. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review. 